Instagram is, bro. It's it's I think it's where you uh, touch a lady's breasts and try to find out she has cancer. Dude. I don't know if that's how it works. <laughs> they should put an Amber Alert out for your sense of dignity. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am, I'm a doctor, I swear. Yeah, dude, you definitely look like a doctor. It's yeah. like when you're like a teenager and you're like, yeah, I want to become a fucking gynecologist. I'm going to fucking spend all my time touching boobs. Yeah, and then you and get real with yourself and, and you end up like a foot doctor or something. Licking clits. You know? <laughs> Looking at she sheds all day. <laughs> Just fucking, uh, I'm just fucking, I'm jacking off the feet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's medical field. It's just own dimension, dude. I did. You I might know. have to reposition the camera just a little bit, otherwise we're gonna be bumping these all night. You can't have that. Yeah, remember when? Remember when you were like uh, a kid? Remember when you were like a kid and you had like those like homoerotic sleepovers with your friends? It's like, hey, everybody, let's all, you all have to go, we're not going to jerk off together because that's gay, but one of us at a time is going to go into the other room and jerk off. Yeah, we're, it's all under the blanket. Everything that's happening is under the blanket tonight, you know? It's like, you know, no, it's not gay. We put socks over each other's dicks and then we jack off. Yeah, dude. It's totally straight. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric is here. Eric, how you doing? Dude, fucking great. It's a great day to be alive. Is it now? now? Yeah, I had one of those uh, Facebook scammers try to reach out to me, mm. try to try to sell me on some uh, some grant that I don't think even exists. It might exist. Yeah. You know? Despite the fact that I am on a cocaine hangover, I've actually had a good day. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with 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 that, you know, except for all of it. Well, because like. Cause like sometimes like when you do cocaine like you get that thing the next day or any kind of type of substance really like when you fuck when you fuck with your dopamine dopamine and serotonin levels like that it's like the next day you just can't even you you feel your like baseline is fucked despair you feel like you're never gonna be happy again and like I just wasn't in that position probably because I woke up next to somebody who I actually like today there you <laughs> go. Yeah. yeah and then like I hung out with her and then we had like a good morning so like that probably helps a lot but yeah like when I woke up like my brain was it just felt swollen dry i was like oh god this sucks <laughs> yeah dude i mean I, I i remember there have been days you know you go to a music festival three days in a row just mm. like doing some some drugs and on sunday you're like i don't even remember who i am yeah, anymore uh, it's like a different i'm a totally different person now shit i should have set up that microphone stand real quick so i could go freehand talk for like a minute while i set the stand up just Riff. Yeah, you know, let me tell you guys about something that's I think everybody ought to know. Uh, the movie Kangaroo Jack. Yeah. I'm gay. <laughs> what a film! What an absolute film, for all the wrong reasons. I mean, it's right in that that Goldilocks zone of movies that like tried to implement CGI before it like looked like Avatar. You know, the Blue People Avatar. Mm. That was like the first movie where. They got it right, 100%, all the way through. At least that I can say. Lord of the Rings, uh, uh, Smeagol, Gollum, 2002. All right, well, fuck that guy. Whoever said that, (laughs) he's right. But I will say, Kangaroo Jack, if you guys want to see a movie that absolutely did not age well, go go back and watch Kangaroo Jack because... In fact, back when I used to watch um, 
Nostalgia Critic, he did a review of Kangaroo Jack, and he said, I can't believe this shitty CGI right. was in a movie that came out in 2003. He said, I can't believe this shitty CGI is in a movie that came out the same year Return of the King came right. out. Right, so, like, it's it's just, like, a time period where it was so inconsistent. It, like, really, they didn't figure it out until years later how to do it on a consistent basis. But, like, literally the whole movie, like, Return of the King, right? How much CGI was in that movie? Probably, like... Fucking thousand times more than uh, Kangaroo Jack. They literally only had to do a kangaroo and they fucked that up. You know, like all you had to do was animate a kangaroo. So, I mean, that guy got fired probably though. So, um, well, uh, fuck, I don't remember the point I was gonna make. Oh yeah, early two thousand CGI is usually pretty like uh, is usually pretty like uh, hit or miss. Like when you go back and watch some of that stuff, like uh, Spider Man Two is one of my favorite movies of all time. Right. Some of the CGI in there is a little bit goofy. I'm not gonna call it bad. But, like, there are some parts where, where the animated CGI Spider-Man's proportions are off. He moves around. Like, there's a scene at the end where he goes to swing away after, like, and he looks, it literally looks like they just took, like, a tether ball, filmed a tether ball, and then overlaid, like, a, a animation over it to, like, make it happen. It looked so weird. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of weird-looking CGI in those movies, but there's a lot of it that still holds up, too. Right, that's like, what I was just about to say. I like, think that there's a lot of merit to, like, what they tried to do early superhero movies. Obviously, didn't have the same, like, budget that the Marvel studio has now. And also, also those first two Spider-Man movies did have a lot of practical effects, though, which, sub, which sublimates the bad CGI. Right. So, like, that scene in the very first one, that scene in the very first one where, like, Mary Jane slips, and then he stands up, grabs her... And grabs all that stuff on a yeah, tray. Yeah. That's all practical. It yep. took them over a hundred takes to get that scene. Right. But that's real. And stuff like that helps when you see it alongside the CGI shit. Because then... Fuck, my fucking office is all fucked up. Because then, like, you know, you see that scene, and then not even a minute later, you see the first scene of how the spider sense works. Right. And that's a heavy CGI scene, and it yeah. looks great. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, early two thousand CGI, give or take. But like you know, I like I like for how rickety a lot of it is. I actually do appreciate it. Yeah, and I think like it falls into a category on its own because if you look back at like early animation, like nowadays you look at things maybe like Tom and Jerry, even going up into like nineties and the two thousands, people give it uh, a different perspective because it's got its own aesthetic. Like CGI really doesn't get that because it it tries to blend photorealism with uh, animation in a way that you know. It's, it's not the same as looking at, like, old-time animation that's straight-up cartoons. Well, that's one thing that, like, didn't work about, like, the, um, like, the Jungle Book remake or, like... Yeah, that um, was fucking bad, dude. Or the Lion King remake is... That was also really fucking bad. What made those original movies work is not only were they hand-drawn and animated, but because they were, like, based on animal... Like, they had... It was animated, so they had exaggerated facial features. They had exaggerated movements and stuff yeah. like that. In the new ones, it, they tried to make it look as real as possible. Right. So when you're watching Simba talk, it just looks like it looks wrong. Right. Because a yeah, lion stupid... shouldn't be moving its mouth like that, and your yeah. brain's going, "This is." I still have nightmares of like all those movies of like you know talking animals. What was that one? It's like the three animals that go on like an adventure. It's like a cat and a dog and like Homeward Bound. Yeah. Yeah. All the talking animal bullshit movies that kid used to come out, man. Hmm. You know, I do kind of miss some of those talking animal movies. There's a... Uh, what about Air Bud? I haven't seen Air Bud in so long. Air Bud didn't talk, though, did he? Nah, but, like, you know. He just played basketball. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's 
Talk about white. Talk about like white supremacy. Talk about like <laughs> racism in movies. Not only is a dog the best basketball player, but it's a golden retriever, the whitest of dogs. If if golden retrievers are people, it's a purebred kind of thing. If a golden right. retriever looked at me and said the n word, I don't know how I'd feel. My my heart would <laughs> drop. I'd be like, damn, it's just another racist white man. <laughs> like a Doberman, a Doberman could say that. I'd be like, yeah, you got it, man. Fuck me, yeah, slap yeah, that shit exactly. up. Exactly. But like, if a, if a golden retriever said it to me, I'd be like, nah, you're not. Out, out the club. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, there's there's just a weird thing with those new Jungle Book and Lion King movies, too, where, like, you know, obviously you get the advantage in the original of having, like, the storyline, the exposition of everything is new. But, like, they're riffing off of shit that already happened, but they're trying to, like, put a new spin on and it. And it's just, just it's just re- yeah, just beat for beat, like, the same fucking story. And, like, I, I, never, I didn't see the Lion King remake. But it pales in comparison to the original hand-drawn movie because the original hand-drawn movie was made by Disney's B-Team. It was made at the same really? time as Aladdin. I Aladdin, Aladdin was where they put all the big players. And uh, Lion King was just like the smaller project, the cheaper project, you know? Okay. So a lot of the beautiful animation and stuff you see in that movie is a product of people trying to work with the resources they were given, with the money they were given. There's a lot of scenes in that movie that replicate real camera movements because they were trying to do something big and dynamic, but in a very simple way with what they had. So that scene where Mufasa dies, yeah, you get you get some amazing like zoom, you yeah, get some amazing like camera movements. I remember, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. looks great. It yeah. looks beautiful. Every scene, every frame just comes together perfectly. You see that same scene in the in the live action remake. It looks like fucking garbage. It's disjointed. It's edited badly. It's just not supposed to look yeah. like that. It's supposed to be a hand-drawn animated right. thing. Yeah, and I, I think that, that what you're talking about also applies in the sense to, like, the where they fall short is they're, like, leaning too much into the whole CGI thing. Like, they're almost like that guy on stage playing music who's just, like, shredding on his guitar for the sake of shredding just because shredding looks cool. Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, it's like an Eddie Van Halen version of <laughs> The Lion King. And I love like, that's cool, dude, but let's be honest, like, we're not here to see, like, the, how many fucking, like, ten, you have ten million hairs that you individually animated on, on Simba's ball sack. You know, it's like, whatever, right? I like, don't give a yeah, fuck. Like, I'm trying not to look at his balls care. right now, actually. Like, thank you. Um, I never saw it, but you're making me definitely not want to watch that movie at all. I so. saw I saw a lot of clips of it. I had to look it up. I wasn't going to watch it. I made that decision, but I was like, I have to see what it looks like because just because the original is just bar none, yeah. one of the yeah. best it's, animated it's like things ever. Top three Disney movies of all time, no doubt. And again, B Team, right? Underdogs, yeah. Not that Aladdin's not that Aladdin's a bad movie at all, of course. But I mean. Dude, Lion, you, you the put The fact that they two, came out at the same time, I didn't know that. That's, so that's the incredible. fact that they were, like, made at the same time. It's right. like, ah, the Lion King, you you, talk, you mean that thing that's based off of that fucking anime with the white lion? <laughs> Fuck that shit. Yeah. Have, have a couple of the new guys make it, you right, know? Yeah. We got we got all the grown-ups working on Aladdin. We got all the grown-ups trying to animate fucking Robin Williams' fucking ad-libs. Oh, I'm a genie, and then I come out, and then you rub the lamp, and I come out. Oh, do you need a wish? <laughs> I'm glad that they did get him for, for Genie. I mean, oh, there, yeah, there yeah, are no. a couple Disney performances by uh, A-list celebrities that are really just like, mm. they're killer. He yeah. was he was that character, probably, for lack of a better term. I, was, I, I do like Robin Williams as an actor, as a comedian, but there is sometimes when, like, 
is com- like it's that free association bullshit that just gets a little bit like yeah i mean one of those movies for me was that movie uh, pan the movie um, about peter pan i don't know i haven't seen it but i know which one you're talking about he was just a little bit too old for me it was like you know looking back on it it just he was already in his 30s by the time that happened maybe even sure. short, early 40s I, yeah. I, I don't even remember i'd have to watch it again but but to me that movie was just like which it, made, it was good which, like to be honest it was it was called hook actually yeah, yeah sorry yeah. i called pan but it was a good movie. But like Robin Williams, d- being full blown Robin Williams in that movie was not yeah. the best like angle into him. I think Genie was better. So yeah, and then like um, yeah, having having Robin Williams at that age playing that character right makes the subtext of an uncomfortable story more uncomfortable because Peter Pan's basically a pedophile. Right, it's like, like Peter Pan's entourage is a bunch of fucking kids, and boy, he's like this thirty-seven-year-old dude. They never grow up. They, they. I, oh, we I bet he likes a, that. We live in a magical <laughs> land where we never grow up, and I'm yeah. sixteen or seventeen or something like that. So I'm still a kid, but yeah. I'm older than all the other kids I hang out with. And I'm gonna go get these real kids from fucking London and bring them back here for some reason. The real original movie that absolutely disappointed me. I want to see Liam Neeson punch Peter Pan in the face. Yeah, I mean, if they can figure out a way to do a deep fake of that, I'd fucking pay <laughs> hundreds of dollars. Wendy's, Wendy's been taken. <laughs> uh, the original movie that disappointed me was the Avatar The Last Airbender live-action movie. I don't know if you're a, f- a fan of Avatar I... The Last Airbender. A lot of people are, but, man, I mean, that was totally toned down. Like, they went so against the grain with how the show actually ran. They, they put themselves in a situation where they didn't get the rights to use the characters' names. Mm. So, like, you're just sitting there, and it's like that cool whip scene from Family Guy where you're like, ah, like, that's just fucking rubbing my ears the wrong way. Like, yeah. why are you calling him Ong? His name is Ang, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody need to get punched in the dick for making that decision. You know, you on. said Avatar The Last Airbender, and for some reason in my brain, for like a split of a second, I thought of the Dragon Ball Z live action movie. Uh, I never saw it. The one I with bet. Emmy Rossum and Justin Chadwick. They were both. They were both in Shameless, which is so funny. Like when I watched that show, and then I'm like, oh yeah, they were fucking. They were both in that terrible, terrible movie together. But yeah, it's just more of like that, you know, trying to adapt anime to live action, and just not understanding how it works at all. Like yeah. the the closest you're gonna get with that is a movie like the first Matrix movie or Alita: Battle Angel. That's the closest you're gonna get to adopting yeah. adapting an anime into live action. Right, and I think that there are certain like genres that suit anime going to live action better mm. than like just yeah know. like an over-the-top like an over-the-top stylized action movie right. like alita or definitely like, works better yeah to me like pulp fiction or mm. like not pulp fiction i should say like pulp fiction it, does have like a, a real graphic novel feel to it though yeah. so i'll give you that yeah i was actually thinking more kill bill volume one yes yep kill bill volume one is like quintessential like i love sick i love both those action. movies but the first one is far and away just the better one right i i think the second one is also sick but i have to just go with the first one based on that how the movie yeah. ends at the end like because so the the second one is a lot slower it's more of a tarantino film yeah like the first one the first one well, is it gets to be a sequel i think yeah. that's the thing like they already did everything else in the first one so it was they, supposed it, to be it, one movie they just had they broke it up into two movies just because of like it was like, gonna be like a five hour movie i think the script was originally like it's like a five hour script or something like that like a page is supposed to equal out to like a minute roughly of screen time so if that's the case it would have been like a fucking you know th- what 60 times four i want like them that. to release all the extra footage they have of lord of the rings 
Yeah. Have you seen the extended release? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The extended version. Dude, of all it those? was wild. I was watching fucking Fellowship of the Ring last year with a friend of mine, and I was like, "Oh, what's what's this this first one? It's got to be like three minutes. It's got to be like three hours long, right? The theatrical version, the non-extended version, three hours and forty-five minutes, dude. And then they just get longer. I know. That's the thing. They they all go fucking right up against the like, right up to the line. And of, I used like, to watch that shit. We should be. I used to watch that shit when I was a kid with my family, yeah. and just not thinking about it. Yeah. Like, we would just sit on the floor so much shit for happens. five hours watching the fucking movie. So much shit happens in each fucking movie. It's so awesome. You know, like, I think more movies can be like that. It almost is a great way for them to pay homage to how they wrote the books. Because the way that uh, Tolkien would write the books is something... It's like a literary device called ekphrasis. Ekphrasis, I think that's saying that right. He, he would ex- expository on, like, just, like, the, the context of, like, the scene. Like, he would go on and on and on, waxing eloquently about, like, the archways in, like, Rivendell and shit. Like, just talking about how the world looked to paint a picture for people. And, like, the books were really long, but I think uh, they, ought, they ought to be. Because he was really trying to paint a picture a certain way, and he had spent... He was a... Uh, he had done a graduate degree in, like, linguistic anthropology. And so he, he spent years just fucking making the languages for the... For the world and like creating all this lore and stuff and not a lot of writers even go through the trouble to do that i mean you can, you don't have to necessarily go through the measures that he went through to create that kind of like grandiosity to the world for lord of the rings but he did and then for peter jackson to go and create like a really intimate kind of like personable way like you know it's four hours long they didn't have to throw all those scenes in there even mm. and but the more you see like the better it is. Like when you see the extended release versions, it only gets better. If mm. you ask me, you know? I think the ex- the extended version of the first uh, of the Fellowship of the Ring is probably like a perfect movie. It has exactly everything it needs in it to get that to tell that story and get that story going. Yeah, every time I saw a scene that was from the exclusively from the extended release version, I was like, that really does tie things together so yeah. much better. You know, it, like there, there's so much important material that they like left out. I feel like in I can't, the, uh, I can't version. Yeah, I can't think of anything specific <clears throat> from any of those movies right now. Like I can't think of any of the specific extended scenes. But I do. I like I said, I was watching Fellowship of the Ring. It was like on Netflix or something with a friend of mine, and I remember being like, "This is the theatrical version. I don't, I don't want to see this. I don't want to watch this." Right. right <laughs> yeah. Like this isn't. This isn't yeah. my. I, I particularly remember one from the second movie where. You know, Mary and Pippin are, the the Ents have, like, you know, got Mary and Pippin. You know, they've already escaped from the Orcs. And there's just an entire extended scene that's, like, really good for their character development. It it goes, they do a couple more uh, just with their character arc. And then in the third one, they uh, did the scene in the extended release where that dude kills Saruman. You remember that? Like, on the top of the tower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saruman gets, like, knifed in the back. Grima, yeah. Yeah, Grima, right, that's his name. So, like, the fact that they left that part out of the the movie, it's like, he doesn't it's... even get, like, a, a closure to his, like, you don't the see extent, him die. Yeah, the, the theatrical version. Like, what, version. do you expect the audience to just think, like, Saruman's just up there, just, like, fucking taking a shit on the roof of the, the tower? That's, that's literally you know, like, how it goes. Like, someone goes, like, oh, Saruman is locked away in his he's, ca- he's all bitter and sad. Yeah, um, uh, fucking Treebeard goes, Saruman is locked away in his tower, and then Gandalf just goes, and there he must stay. 
And there he must... That's it! Right, exactly. That's fucking it! That, like, what? Yeah, that was it. And they were just like, alright, anyways, like, moving on. Back if, to, like, the If there's thing. any scene you can leave in the movie, it's, put that one yeah, in right. there. I, I don't know what, That's That's exactly what I mean. Like, you go and watch the extended release version... And there are scenes in there, and you're just asking yourself, how come they just didn't leave this in? I mean, I know that they had a already at three minutes, or yeah. three hours, 45 minutes, you know? So they don't have any room to put that in, but that seems kind of important. Like the, the wood section, where they go and meet the wood elves or whatever in the in the Fellowship after they get out of the Mines of Moria. Yeah. Um, in the extended version, there's a whole bunch of extra stuff there yeah. that just helps to not only add to the cooldown time we have for, like, the characters and give them time to, like, fucking, you know, uh, Get set build relationships yeah. and develop their characters and stuff, but it's also time for the audience to, like, just, like, relax after everything that just happened. Yeah, that was and fully understand. Gandalf's fucking gone and yeah. shit. Yeah, and like, no, it's all fucked. Oh, you got a phone call. It's your, it's your boy. I'm gonna, and then I have a, I have a text message too. Somebody who wants to fucking. Yeah, what's up? But um, what's going on, dude? So yeah, I definitely, I definitely do think the uh, Lord of the Rings okay. movies are some of the great. So they're they're, they're good. They're uh, very interesting movies. Okay, cool. I haven't Can you watched talk to a, Joe? I haven't watched a movie in some time. That's a problem I've been uh, having. <laughs> recently because it's kind of like an attention span thing i guess i talked about this on the last episode with jenny but like there's 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 something about like sitting down and watching a movie for two hours that just feels impossible but i can sit down yeah, and watch a series right on netflix i'll probably be there in like yeah i'm just i'm just rolling through minutes. it because i'm a professional <laughs> Right, Jim, I'll talk to you soon, man. There's something about like sitting down yes. and watching like eight episodes of a TV show for six hours that just feels like not hard to do. I know, but, but watching a two-hour movie, it was like, ah, fuck that. That's gonna take too long. I think there's like a really nice breadcrumb to TV shows that movies don't often get to explore, where it's like even after you spend a feature-length movie amount of time watching a TV show, you'd still get the satisfaction of like you didn't get to the end of the story. You know, there's like. Sometimes it feels like that cinematic limit of, like, only being able to make a movie that's, like, two hours, three hours long. Sometimes it feels, like, a little rushed or, like, underdeveloped story-wise. Like, they don't necessarily get to go into the same amount of, like, detail that TV shows get to go into. Yeah. I said this you know? I said this with uh, Jenny on the last episode, so I'm not going to go too deep into it this time. But uh, there's that new series with... Uh, Amanda Seyfried's in it. It's about that Elizabeth Holmes woman, the woman who did the Theranos stuff. I've only, yeah, I haven't there's, seen it. There's a company called Theranos. She was basically a fucking grifter. You know, she's just an entrepreneur, but like liar. Basically. I know. It, is it like a health? It was like a health company, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so like I've like, heard this story. It was this just ridiculous that you put bitch, like blood dude. vials. In yeah, the thing no, and it just spun around. Stupid. It's <laughs> so fucking, fucking stupid. Stupid bitch. Dude. But anyway, the series, the series on Hulu should have been a movie. It should have been like a two or three hour movie because it's trying to be like the social network. Yeah. But okay. like you can't stretch the social network out over eight to ten hours. Nobody wants to watch that. No. The social network is a good movie, but I don't want it to be eight hours long. But then like that new like Pam and Tommy show, like that's perfectly suited for a miniseries. Like it's like perfect. If right, they had right. tried to make it a movie, it wouldn't it, they wouldn't have been able to get everything in there. You know what's a, a great bit of uh film is uh, the Wallace and Gromit 
movie. You ever see Wallace and Gromit? Yeah, I haven't seen it since I was a literal kid, but yeah, I do know. that shit. Dude. I bet that shit took them so long to make. I had Wallace and Gromit in Project Zoo on the PlayStation 2. <laughs> it was a platformer game. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a hidden gem. That's a game I'm going to I'm going to have to get a PlayStation 2. I'm going to have to do some research and see what other platforms I it got came a PlayStation 2. I'm going to have to do some research to see what other platforms it came out on, but if it came out on GameCube, like I'm going to get it. If it only came out on PlayStation 2, I'm going to I'm going to get it. But but that that's a game that I can't believe nobody talks about that game. The it's thing it's is, relatively unremarkable. We were all kids when games like that came out, but yeah. like you got to understand that like now that people are using things like emulators on the PC, like mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like easier than ever to go on something. It's called Netplay. Yeah, you can go on Netplay and you can play like Super Mario Baseball for the GameCube with somebody halfway across the world and like share the fact that you both had like that nostalgia as a kid playing the game. You know. Do you, um, oh, fuck, what was it? Uh, there was something I was thinking of. You said, uh, oh, do you remember a website called CoolRoms.com? Yeah, dude, I use CoolRoms. <laughs> it's fucking dude, sick, dude. The early internet was so simple. Like, you I didn't know, have to have like a fancy or clever name. You just had to have a name. Yeah. LimeWire. CoolRoms. Yeah. Like, what, like, it's just so much stuff. Like, CoolRoms, that name is so fucking cringy. But, like, yeah. back then, I was like, yeah, this, is, this is a cool sick, website. I can get sick. every game I want to play ever. Yeah, just <laughs> emulate games. Yeah, that's the way to do it now, honestly, with all the older titles. It's really hard to get your hands on an actual copy of, like, a GameCube title. I like, think- I think I tried to download a Game Boy Advance emulator on that computer at one point. You could do it on your phone, man. And for some reason, it just wasn't working. Yeah, it, like, glitches out. Sometimes yeah, I was laggy. trying to play the game, and the game started playing itself. Yeah, doing yeah. Doing everything wrong. And I'm like, what? what is happening here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, it sometimes comes across as, like... You know, it's like you're not eating Cheez-Its, you're eating cheese nips, but you want to be eating Cheez-Its, and you're like, fuck, I'm eating cheese nips, goddammit. Why did you have to remind me of cheese nips? I don't think I've seen a box of cheese nips in so long, because I literally have blocked it out of my memory. Yeah, it's even worse than, like, the store brand stuff. Yeah. The stores are like, don't, don't put that next to, don't put that crap next to our slightly less bad crap. Yeah, like... It's it's essentially the same kind of thing where you're playing a an emulator. Holy shit! You didn't crack your phone screen right there. There's no screen protector on this. I can't fucking believe that. The I other phone. I cannot believe that. The other phone with the screen protector and the case Dude, on it has died twice. Right now, if you were trying to sell me that phone, you went watch this and did what you just did. I would have bought the phone on the spot, dude. I can't believe that it's shit. That's insane. wild. <laughs> Man, you just gronk spiked your phone onto a, an iron dumbbell and nothing <laughs> happened. Dude, those kids in Indonesia, those five-year-olds who put that phone together, they did a fucking hell of yep. a job. A bang-up job. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> well, that was, I mean, that's 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 the job. They were told to do something and they just, they did it. And then they were like, okay, can we please see our parents? No. When they locked the door. <laughs> well... That's just the way the world goes, I guess. But hey, your phone didn't crack, and that's... I think it's wild how, like, buildings in, like, China and shit have, like, nets around them to prevent people from committing suicide, like... Yeah, I mean, we don't have to talk about that. In fact, I'm pretty sure the government... Hey, Mr. Secret Service guy, we're definitely not talking about that right now. I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, I... It, I, I agree. It's kind of fucked up. Like, I mean. therapy, like, definitely doesn't exist in China, for instance. Like, maybe in the cities, like Beijing and Hong Kong, but it probably doesn't exist anywhere else. Yeah, I mean... Like, what would that be like, you know? I, 
I don't know. I mean, how do you even unbox? How do I? Where do I even begin to unpack this? Oh. My 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 brother the other day he jumped out of a building and <laughs> and didn't fucking die. Cause he tried. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's a lot of problems. hey hey doc. I'm I'm not gonna do the voice because you know whatever. But it's like hey doc, I feel bad. Oh okay, stop that. Don't feel yeah, bad. Please stop doing. That. Oh okay, thanks doc. I feel better now. <laughs> I gotta say this Coca Cola. I keep looking at it and it's it looks kind of off. I'm gonna I'm gonna bust it up I'm gonna bust it open when we roll over into the second into the second part here when the video rolls over. Okay. But uh, into the second act or whatever. The second it. act. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What time are we at? Um. Well, uh, it's like 20, 28 minutes in probably something like that. Okay. okay. Twenty nine minutes in. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, talk about uh, and the I have to re re roll that over, but. Last time we tried to record and it didn't come together, but talk about some of you, like, you do, like, musical projects and stuff like that. Talk about that for however long. Yeah, so I'm in a band right now called Back Pocket Chocolate. Uh, we're going to be playing at the Narragansett Cafe in Jamestown on Friday, April 15th. Uh, it'd be awesome to see some people come out to that. I will also be at the Pump House on May 28th. It's a Saturday. We're going to be opening up for Road to Bali on both... Nights. I didn't realize how much mud I got in my shoes. I went on a walk earlier. Yeah, honestly, dude, it's a, it's a fucking mess in here, but it's okay. Yeah, that's right. I got a fucking, I got a Swiffer. I got brooms and stuff. All right, so this is called Coca-Cola Starlight. Uh, it says Creations underneath it. I don't know why. On the side, it says it's space flavored. See, that's where I draw the line because that's fucking stupid. You know who are they trying to sell this to? It's space flavored. I've seen it for I've seen it for like a couple of weeks, and yesterday I was like, all right, fuck it, I gotta try it. I was going to get a Red Bull before recording, and um, I saw this, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna have to try this. But so yeah, Starlight Limited Edition Coca Cola Creations. Hold um, that up to the camera so they can see that. that. A new... the, the the logo looks a little bit different. It's a little bit more. Uh, see-through than most coke products mm. i'm not really sure what's going on with that but it is very clear it has a very it like, looks like vitamin water like <laughs> it has a very red finish to it yeah, yeah. you probably can't see it on the video but like from this side like you see the light bouncing through it and it's kind of wild but yeah anyway so let's just let's see what happens here all right smell test You want to give that a whiff, see what you... Okay, okay. It's kind of... It's got, like, Coca-Cola, but also maybe, like... It's, like, really sweet, almost say, like, like cotton candy. Candy. Yeah, very candy-ish. Like, it's, like, vanilla or, I, like, cotton candy. I tried to hold back from saying candy at first because it's it's soda, you know? Because, like... space-flavored, they're definitely trying to do some, like, wacky shit for kids, if you ask me. Maybe. It might be cotton candy. I'll be honest with you... That's like what I would I would guess. Well, here we go. Da juice for color, fruit and vegetable juice for color. You're kidding me, dude. No, I got more vegetable juice than a V8. Mm. Yeah, well, let's on, on down the old hatch here. Oh, there's our friend phosphoric acid. We were talking about that the other day. That's right. Yeah, that doesn't even really taste like Coca-Cola. That does taste like, just like... Sweet? Yeah. Well, not too, too sweet, though. Like, it's 
considering that it's corn syrup, I thought it would taste sweeter. It's less sweet than regular Coke, actually. Do you want to try some of that? Yeah, I'll try. I had a Coke today, so this is actually going to be kind of an that's, interesting. That is wild. That's, that is like... That is some like cotton candy flavored soda or something. That's 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 what that is. Honestly, it's like they're trying to make vanilla Coke a little bit more like edgy. Mm. Or like it's like not edgy, but like they tried to add a little bit to vanilla Coke. Yeah. To me this is a vanilla Coke right here. But like maybe a little bit different. But I would say like maybe a combination of like vanilla and cherry, but the problem is like they already have cherry vanilla coke. So right. they have cherry coke, they have vanilla coke, and then they have one that mixes both of them. That's pretty good. I will say that's definitely not bad. The, diffi any... the difference between this and all those other ones, though, is this has fruit and vegetable juice in it. Yeah, I have no idea. Wild, because why? If they're trying to make Coke like slightly healthier, because let's be honest, Coca Cola definitely not good for you. They've def they've done like shows on this, like MythBusters. They use Coca Cola as a cleaning product to clean like a bathroom. They scrubbed a tub with it, and it like yeah. ripped all the shit off that tub. Well, I'm gonna It'll definitely melt your fucking teeth if you uh. You know, aren't careful, but well, I'm gonna tell you, right? It's it. not healthier than regular Coke. It's got the same amount of calories, has more total sugars, um, and it's not a significant source of trans fat. And for some reason, trans is italicized. So I think Coke is a little bit transphobic. So cancel. It's pretty bad, honestly. <laughs> bad look for Coca-Cola. <laughs> there's, I'm sorry, there's no trans fats in here. Okay, we're all about the trans and the fats now. It's 2022. It's, yeah, it's pretty pathetic, honestly, that uh, they uh, didn't address the, the trans community when they made this uh, Coca-Cola. They're trying to make it space-themed. Not a significant sor source of blah, 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 blah. Uh, calcium, iron, and potas. P-O-T-A-S. Potas. Potas. What? Potas? It's probably an abbreviation for potassium, but... So oh suspect, yeah, you know? they just did. They literally just ran out of space on the label because look, that's it's what just, they. Yeah, it's just bumped up against. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> fuck, man. Stop treating me like a. It's like stop actively making me stupid, yeah. American uh, business. So uh, I, I'd have to say that right there, uh, probably like a three out of five. Not, yeah, not like, great, but fuck it. It's like soda. Like how. Uh, it can't be much worse than out of five. I'd say strong two, like three. Yeah, that's where I, that's where I land on that one. Sick, sick. Yeah, that's the new stuff. They always they're still coming out with new Coca Colas. I guess they still feel like they haven't fucking roped in enough people. So yeah, well, I mean, like I think the I think the I think the ideology is like um, like it's always better to like try new things, and because there's the classic Coca Cola, which just you know always hits without fail and then like every now and again they just try new stuff to like it because if it is better than the original coke if if it is better than the original line you know whatever fine cool but if not then people would be like oh i don't like that one but at least i can have a coke i guess like at least i can have a regular coke and i guess they do have to keep up with pepsi at some point or another right fucking coke is way better than pepsi pepsi it really sucks is. I hate when I go to a... Okay, so, like, fucking... You go to a Burger King, and you're like, hey, can I get a Sprite? And they're like, is Sierra Mist okay? And I say... No, no, no that's, that's Taco okay. Bell and KFC that does that. Burger King has Coke products. 
Burger King and McDonald's have Coke products. Oh, they're fucking Sprite always. Taco Bell and KFC. Okay, okay. And that's the thing. When people are like, oh, fucking McDonald's Sprite. That's for gangsters. It's like, (laughs) it really isn't. Fountain soda is way less carbonated than any soda you'll ever get out of a bottle or a can. Yeah. Fucking Sprite out of a bottle or a can will kill you if you're not ready for it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It'll make your fucking nose hairs fall off or some shit. Exactly. It's fucked up how carbonated it is. McDonald's Sprite, that's that's not tough. That's fucking sugar water with that's sugar with seltzer water in it. It's diluted fucking syrup. I don't know. I, I all I'll say is whatever they're doing at McDonald's with their Sprite, it is it's pretty good. They're doing a good job. I I I put vodka in it, so no, I don't. But that's what I used to like to do. Just go to like a fast. You know, you gotta ask for a straw now at every fast food place. Ah! They don't just give you a straw. And usually it's a it's a paper straw now, too. I don't have a problem if it's a paper straw. Just give me a fucking straw. Yeah. Like when I go to the pump house and I order a drink, and then half the time they put a straw in. Like, what are they going to do? What? Oh, dude, I got Mark wicked bad today at the pump house. He asked me to get him a tequila sunset, so I put a fucking glow stick in it as a straw. And, yeah, no, I don't think uh, he saw it coming. What's the difference between a te- uh, tequila sunset and a tequila sunrise? I think a sunset has orange juice in it. Mm. And a sunrise has something else. I'm pretty sure a sunrise has. Maybe a sun juice. a sunset has like orange and then the grenadine and like something else like. That's you know that's I mean? the sun. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Whatever. I, maybe he was just being a little extra dumb today and kept asking for a sunset when he meant sunrise. You said something earlier, but I wanted to say because I remember hearing this on a the minimalist podcast a while ago when I used to listen to them. But like one of the advertising tenants of the Coca-Cola company isn't how do we get more people to buy Coke? Yeah. The the thing is how do we get Coca-Cola into more people? So they don't eat, they if you don't drink Coca-Cola, they don't see you as a person. They see you as a Coca-Cola receptacle that doesn't yet have Coca-Cola <laughs> right. in it. Yeah. Okay? Right. Which is so ridiculous. Like, they'll they'll take that Gross. extra step to like make a new Coca-Cola so that you as somebody who has drank Coke but may not want a Coke right then and there. Exactly. We'll say, oh, I haven't tried this one and it looks okay. So, like, maybe, like, let's do that. So, like, I'm definitely probably not going to be mixing this with any alcohol or anything. Mm -hmm. But this is just making me think about, oh, I should get a two liter of Coke instead of fucking Johnny Walker. And that's exactly what happened to me earlier today is, like, I was in a sandwich shop, picnic basket, and sure enough, they have this little mini fridge there with the glass Coke bottles. And those are, like, aesthetically... Very fucking cool. Plus, those those have the cane sugar. They actually right. taste better. Some of them do. Yeah. The ones made in Mexico do. Yeah. But the, and, uh, this one in Mexico. Yes. This one did not. It had corn syrup. But glass bottle got me, dude. Fucking got me. It was probably yeah. like seven bucks. That's the, and dude, they spit in my face. That's why I like. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I like going to a fucking like Bajas or something because they got the haritos. Oh yeah, dude. Made with cane uh, sugar every time, dude. They're so good. Every one. Mexicans, they just know their soda. You know, mm. you don't fuck with the, you don't fuck with corn syrup. I think that's just the rule. Yeah, you gotta just go with cane sugar. Corn syrup is cheaper and it goes farther, but yeah, cane sugar is just where it's at. It just mm. tastes so much better. If you're gonna yeah. have, yeah, if you're gonna have like a sweetened drink, like a sweetened beverage, or like a soft drink or something, you just get the regular one. You know, like yeah, corn syrup isn't good, but like. You're better going off with that than you are going with like a Coke Zero or like a diet because you're getting aspartame or sucralose or stevia and it's just never going to taste right. You're right. just going to make yourself Dude, angry. That either, diet soda taste is so fucked. Either don't drink soda, but if you have to, just get the regular soda. You're yeah. not fucking missing out on anything. 
Ooh, I can get a soda with zero calories in oh, it. Oh, I drink a Diet Coke, and now I can eat whatever I want. It's, yeah, you're still <laughs> going to get bloated as fuck because yeah. of everything that's fucking in there. You're still yeah, going to fucking swell up yeah. like a balloon. You're going to get a fucking edema in your leg and fucking gain 20... Dude, this fucking... My leg hurts now that I drank this soda. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, shit, dude, get me to the hospital. But fucking, like, what's his... Oh, like, I can't remember the guy. Like, the... David, I don't know, some N- NBC reporter who fucking died of a blood clot a lot of years ago. I can't remember his name anymore, but he used to he used to report with my girl Sol- Soledad O'Brien there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember. Oh, yeah. Do you remember Soledad O'Brien? Not even a little yeah, bit, dude. <laughs> you, said, oh, you said, oh, yeah, like, you're saying, oh, yeah, the way I say, oh, yeah, is like, the way I would say, like, oh, yeah, I used to beat off to her, man. Oh, yeah, no, that's what I wanted to, I wanted to seem like I was on the in club, dude. <laughs> I was on the in club. Well, I, no, I, I wasn't even on the in club, that's right, why I was yeah. beating off to her. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just check the time, because, like, it, this thing works, but, like, I'm always afraid of it not working, you know? Never be too sure. We're at forty minutes. We gotta fill out. We gotta fill out twenty more minutes. And I forgot to put TV on in the background again because I'm a dipshit. Hey, it's okay. You know, it's just two guys sitting in a dark room, fully clothed. Absolutely nothing weird about it. You know, (laughs) if if they're just listening to the audio version, I don't know what you're talking about. I've been naked for twenty minutes. (laughs) If you're watching this, that's not funny. (laughs) There's. A lot to be said about how much effort Coca-Cola goes through just to create the legacy that they have mm. just for soda, you know? It, it I mean, is kind like of sad. A hundred yeah. generations of people working for this company, right? How long has it been around since? Like the late 1800s, maybe yeah. early 1900s? I would, I would be... I would genuinely have more affection for the product if it wasn't forced on me in advertising yeah it's like a legacy this american classic standard fucking thing and it's like it's just fucking sugar water it's carbonated sugar water can we stop acting like it's It's, some reverent bullshit it's like part of our nationalism it's like budweiser and coca-cola fucking hot dogs and baseball yeah it's like go fuck yourself we lost the vietnam war get over it we get (laughs) you like just get over it see like we did lose that war, but a bunch of their people came over and started massaging us afterwards. So who really we got lost? the happy ending? Who really lost? We got that? the happy ending. <laughs> the scoreboard is USA one, <laughs> Vietnam three, but we got one point, and it was the last point scored in the game. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> like when the you, you, like when uh, yeah, it's like you you shooting the ball at the buzzer, and then it just like it was just like. Lipping it goes in, the but basket. like you got blown out by twenty, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it goes in, and you're like, "Fuck yeah!" You pull, yeah, you pull up, you hit the buzzer bat, you hit the buzzer basket. You're like, "Yes!" But you're still nineteen points yeah, behind. Now she goes, "It's good, but it's not gonna matter." Because they're down by 20. Oh, man. Dude, yeah. I always thought that was pathetic when I would see teams, like, trying so desperately to score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For what reason? Yeah, like, like last five seconds of the game, and like, guys trying to dribble it out, somebody steals it and goes, lays it up at the other end, and it's and like, then, like down by 10. Like, whatever. I, how many times they put in effort to just still lose? It's like, at a certain point, it's like, like, uh, what was it? Uh, that year that's, um, I think it was the same year that, uh... Or it was around that same time when New England, when the New England Patriots had that perfect season where they won yep. every game except for the Super Bowl. Yep. Of course. Around that time, maybe it might have been the same year, the Dolphins lost every game. 
Yeah, they were well, one, like the Lions were like 0 and 16. They were 1 and 15 that year. They won the one game and they celebrated so Dude, hard because they won the yeah. one game. Let me tell you, the <laughs> they were all the silence. Woo! We won a game! Yeah, the same shit happened last year, right? There were two teams, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New York Jets. They were tied for dead last in the NFL. Mm. At the time, the Jets were the ones who were going to get the first overall pick. And there's this kid coming out of college. His name was Trevor Lawrence. Generational quarterback. Everybody was saying. So, whoever gets the first pick wins, let's say. And if you're... It's like... So, I digress. My long-winded point is... The Jets won the like the second to last game of the season or the last game of their season, and they were so fucking hyped. But everybody was basically thinking like, "Why the fuck did you do that?" Because now you basically handed this quarterback to the, the Jaguars. Mm. That they're gonna draft him, and you're not, and you're gonna stay shitty. So, I mean, that it is what it is. You you never really understand. I mean, of course they're they're hyped because they're all like, "We get to keep our jobs, maybe." Mm. I mean, none of those guys are very good, obviously. So yeah. I, mean, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit much of a shit about sports. It's all fucking shifty, shady, backroom bullshit. Honestly, the least important part of every sport is the actual game being played on the field of the court. Everybody's because interested in the narrative, the players, the narratives, shit. the players, the personalities, the fucking you know. There's money being traded around, thrown around. There's people doing fucking business yeah, like, shit. Why does do, I don't know if you've heard, but. Young quarterback Patrick Mahomes got signed to a 10-year deal like a year or two ago. $500 million. For who? Who's he playing for? The who? Chiefs. Kansas City. Oh, okay. But, yeah. like, the, the the craziest thing is, like, as good as he is, why does he get to be $500 million richer just because he throws a, a ball fast and accurately? Yeah. You know? Um, incentive to get, I guess, to try and fucking... It's just, like, too much money. People think, yeah, because people think, like, because Brady's really good. Because Tom Brady is really good. Don't get me wrong, I'm so done with him, but also he is really good. Like, he's one of the best of all time. You could be like, oh, it's the team around him. But despite numerous personnel changes over his 20-year career, despite working with different people his whole career, he still managed to, like, you know, pull wins out, you know, like, here and there. So it's like, it's obviously something he's doing. There's something he's doing that's contributing to it. Well, yeah. I just think, like, you, you can they, talk about... What's up? Because then he went over to whatever team he went over to after the Broncos or whatever. The after Buccaneers. He, the Buccaneers. After he left the Patriots, won a fucking championship with them. So there's something about him that he's doing right. Yeah. No, he's good. Yeah. We're just talking about, like, these guys literally are here for our entertainment. Mm-hmm. They're the best at what they do, but again, it's like the amount of money that goes into entertainment and entertainment companies mm. is staggering. I mean... It, yeah, it's modern day gladiatorial bullshit is what it is. That's what sports are, pretty much. Um, I was thinking about, I was talking about with Jenny yesterday about like comedy and stuff and how like comedians have become like... Yesterday, on the last episode, which was last week, I mean, because that's how time travel works... We're sitting in a magical time traveling room, but anyway, um, so I was talking with her about um, how like comedians are kind of like people like expect like you know, uh, leftists or you know whatever socially active people whatever, uh, expect comedians to have like a certain amount of like dignity or candor now or whatever. Like we're looking at comedians as 
philosophers and intellectuals, and they're not supposed to fucking be that. They're supposed to be entertainers. They're fucking jesters. Right. Yeah. That's, that's their job, is to stoop as low as possible to get a reaction. I don't care if fucking Louis C.K. is a bad person. He's funny as fuck. Exactly. I don't give a shit. That His whole yeah. act was, hey, I'm a fucking piece of garbage. And kind of, in the process, you like, let's laugh about it, but every joke he tells and every laugh he gets just reveals the laugher themselves for the piece of shit they are as well. Right. I mean, like, and I think it, it's, it goes without saying that, like, you know, we're all human and capable of, like, whatever. Mm. You know, like, you're not, like, better than him just because he does what he does and you don't. Yeah. Let's say. And, it, like, I think it goes without saying that, like, comedians really should be kind of given that, like, green light to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Because yeah. it it's great, I think, to be able to laugh at just about anything. Mm. You can turn any any subject into something that's funny. And if you can find yourself laughing at something that you didn't think you would laugh about, that's sick. That's sick. So Yeah, there's very few things where I'll go like, oh, that's, no, you can't go there. It's like, even if it makes me uncomfortable, I'll be like, all right. I feel you, you know, like sometimes, sometimes the best reaction to something, even like a good, a well-told it, joke ooh. could be more being unsettled rather as opposed yeah, to like, like laughing. Holy shit. I can't believe that you just said that. The funny like, part being yeah. that they got you with something you weren't expecting to be unsettled by. Like that's like I was watching Midnight Gospel recently and a lot of the animation, there's a lot of unsettling, just weird, wild animation in that. Yeah, Midnight Gospel is wild. It, yeah. It's, it's like sick. And I'm, I'm like, why? I'm like, why? I'm like, Ugh, stop! I don't want right, this. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need this, but like, I keep watching, and it keeps. I keep. Ugh. In Space Force season two, there's a scene where they do a, a uter a uteroscopy. Yeah. Like they shove a camera up a character's yeah, dick yeah, hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's probably all like CGI rendered or whatever. Like, but <laughs> they show it on yeah. a screen, and there's a bunch of characters standing around going, oh. Oh, one point one guy literally goes, "That's every man's worst nightmare." Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was hilarious. I could barely look at the screen, right. but I couldn't look away at the same right, time. Right, right, right. And the funny thing is, my uh, the my uh, the the fucking the fucking bitch I'm hanging out with, you know that fucking that fucking chick, two time and fucking <laughs> <laughs> no, hang on, titty having, because she's neither of those things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um no it's the one of the first times she came over here i was watching space force and it was that episode that was on and i was just laughing my ass off she calls me literally as the scene is ending and she's like hey i'm here that bitch dude and like i remember i paused it and i walked outside and i was like she's like that bitch she was like what and i was like i just saw this is a really gross scene in space force but it was fucking hilarious dude. She sounds like a total bitch, dude. She's a fucking, oh, I only use stevia fucking kind of bitch, you know? <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> only uses stevia. Fuck stevia, yeah, man. Yeah, dude, fuck stevia. Yeah, they try to say, like, oh, stevia comes from a tree. It's just as good as sugar. It's way better than that. No, it's not. No, it's not. It still yeah. tastes like shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know what they, they could have done to try to sell me on stevia more is remember that old man that used to do the Six Flags commercials? 
Yeah, dude, if there was some, like, hyphy Stevia guy who was just, like, fucking wigged out on Stevia all the time, I'd be like, yeah, dude, I do Stevia. I do miss that era of, like, advertising and stuff. Like, they weren't afraid to have fun with yeah, it. Yeah, it was just, like, quirky, you know? Like, now now everything's trying to be, like, too, like, clever or smart. Dude, they, they did that one commercial in the Super Bowl. It was literally just a QR code bouncing around the screen. That pissed me off so much. <laughs> like, that pissed me off so much. And I remember I was literally doing the thing from the office where I was like, is it going to hit the corner? Is it going to hit right, the corner? Yeah. And then it does hit the corner. And I was like, fuck you. I don't know what this product is, <laughs> but fuck you. It was Bitcoin. It was for Bitcoin. It's for like That's right. Crypto.com or something. Because, yeah, it bounces around for a little bit. And then there's like the, the logo or whatever, the yeah. name pops up real quick. And like, fuck, fuck you, commercial. I fucking hate America. I moved to Russia. I moved to Russia because I don't like capitalism. You want chicken or beef? <laughs> I make shawarma. I want vodka. That's what I want. I don't want chicken, beef no more. I want vodka. Yeah, but are you making content? No, I make shawarma. <laughs> <laughs> but is that an NFT? No, it's the fucking gyro. <laughs> yeah, you know, berries. <laughs> it's like ch- chicken or beef. Do you have any blueberries? <laughs> but no, this is what is a chicken's fine. <laughs> no, chicken's fine. Yeah, that, that guy's funny. Nima Maz or whatever his name is. Yeah, I he's on watch, TikTok. I started watching a bunch of his other stuff, like his YouTube shorts and yeah, stuff. Yeah. He does David Goggins videos too. Yeah, I saw that. Dude, it's so funny like, watching him do it too. He's, he's this a big, big fat guy. He's a big fat guy pretending <laughs> to be David Goggins. Stay hard. I'm out here on my 37 mile run. It's like, no the fuck you're not, dude. <laughs> he's not a bitch. Jiggling all over the place. He's like, I'm out here with 57 broken bones. <laughs> uh, to be honest, David Goggins is like, he's freaking too intense for anybody, man. That guy's yeah. in his own fucking league. Yeah. Respect to him, but you don't. Nobody needs to look up to that. Guy. I woke up this morning. I went to take an ice bath, and I was like, damn, I still feel like a bitch. So I went. I took a bath with needles. <laughs> I filled the bath with sewing needles. <laughs> Now I have a neurodegenerative disorder. <laughs> Stay hard. <laughs> <laughs> now he's I have muscular. Run- now I have ALS. Stay hard. He's just running down the road like one of those fucking <laughs> regenerators from Resident Evil 4 that has like the fucking needles yeah, sticking yeah, out of it. Yeah. He's just like, Stay hard. <laughs> oh, man. I got it. Speaking of Resident Evil, you know, I have my Switch over here. I got to get Resident Evil 4 on my Switch. Yeah, I gotta ask you about Resident Evil, man, because I think everybody falls into a different category with that series, where, like, some people say Resident Evil 2, some say 4. No, it's 4. It's 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 undefined. It's without question number 4. 4 is the best one? Yeah. Because and that was for the PS2, or was it that was, later? It initially came out for the GameCube, but okay. then before it came out, they announced that they were also releasing it on PlayStation 2. But then it eventually came out on every system. Yeah. Every time a new system gets released... It was like a re-release. Every time a new system gets released. It's the classic. Exactly. And like, like Skyrim. Before Skyrim. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Fucking... Gotcha. In fact, I'm going to pull it, pull up, pull out my Switch. See, I hate I hate how, like, YouTube has, like, the, um... The auto, like, you can start... The video starts playing while you're scrolling. I don't want yeah, that. No, I don't... No. YouTube, fix your shit, man. Because everybody loves you, but, like, we all, like... We, 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 we fucking hate your little idiosyncrasies that make us have to, you know, work around, the, jump through hoops and bullshit. Goddamn. Let's start fucking around my Switch for a couple minutes, because it's only like, what is it, it's 53? But yeah, we got seven minutes left, so I'm just gonna go play a little, play a little Switch. 
pop open pop open Stardew Valley. I bought this game recently, Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch, which I've heard of, but like I haven't gotten around to playing it yet because it's one of those Japanese anime games and I, I don't that, that's weird. I've I've been getting into like I've been accidentally getting into like anime and Japanese shit as I get older and I'm like a little bit scared of that because it's like I'm not trying to. It's not like I sat down one day and went went like, yeah, I should you know what? I should like as an adult Get into anime. It yeah. just I like there were a couple of them that I liked over the course of my the life. Studio Ghibli movies are great. I think like <clears throat> there are certain things that are like more timeless than others, but mm. dude, yeah. Like you can't like as an adult go back and watch all of Dragon Ball Z and feel okay about it. No, no. It's like you either like already saw it or like, you know, Ten Piece or Naruto or any of that shit. You know, like And the worst part about anime is you're always gonna get some anime bullshit with it. I really like Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex, the series, not the movie. Okay. I really like the series, but at the end of every episode, there's, like, this weird, surreal robot bit where, like, all these robots are, like, standing in this white void outside of space and time, and they're just having, like, these philosophical conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really strange, yeah. but I love it at the same time. I love, like, the monologues in anime. I think that's, like, there's one of their strong suits is that they get to kind of be, like... I don't know. Oh, you know when I, mean? I first started making videos, I made a video, I made a couple of videos about how anime action scenes work or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I should send them to you because they make me laugh, but like, one of them was like, the bad guy in every anime, just like, it's like, uh, I can't remember, it was like, it was, I was like, oh no, it's it's my arch nemesis, and then it was just like me wearing the same costume, <laughs> except I had a bandana tied around my yeah, face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, it was like, yeah, I've come to defeat you, and then it cuts back to the original me without the bandana on my face, I'm like, are you just the, are you just the same character model as me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they, I think that there is like, a really, like, lowbrow, almost like what we were talking about earlier with the Lion King aspect of mm. anime, where, like, a lot of them are, like, kind of just working with what they've got, and, like, they have to be really inventive and, like, creative was... with what they're trying to do. On Netflix, there was a series called The Dragon Prince, I think. It was it was created by one of the guys who worked on Avatar. It's actually really interesting. It's really good. Like, similar, like, well, like you know how, like, in Avatar, Appa was, like, a whole, oh, shit, the fucking video. It's all good. Still getting out of here. I gotta get a um. I gotta try to get a um. That was a really good Smeagol impression. Remote, yeah. I gotta try to get a remote for this camera, so I'm not constantly doing that. Either that, just get like a really long stick, re reach over to poke it, and just start knocking everything over. <laughs> that would be like a really funny visual, but like, no, hang on. Hang on, I got it, and I'm just fucking pushing the light over, I'm hitting the guitar, and eventually, like, I do record it, but then, like, the whole fucking, everything's just knocked down, there's no fucking Hey, I'm up. legally blind, this is how I record YouTube videos. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I think my camera's over there. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> Day 19 of summer, year one. Okay, I need to... Alright, I need to upgrade the watering can at some point. I can't remember. I was taking notes on this game, too, so I could, like, know what to do as I'm doing it. Within, because every season in Stardew Valley is twenty eight days. Do you find? Okay, here's here's the question I got for you, right? Here. Yeah. So recently, Minecraft sold more copies than has ever been sold by any video game ever. It mm -hmm. beat out Tetris. Do you think it's still more impressive that Tetris sold as many copies as it did at a time when video games were not as accessible and not as popular, um... as opposed to Minecraft nowadays, in in a world where you know, like, 
fucking hundreds of millions of people are playing that game. And I think it's more impressive to me that Tetris sold that many copies, but that's just me. Okay, one of my one of my tools is in the blacksmith's office. No, it's not. Um, well the thing with like Tetris is they adapted it to different things that weren't necessarily video games. So, like, you could play Tetris as a video game on a system or a computer or something, but you could also get Tetris as one of those LCD games at, like, Walmart or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a couple of those growing up, a couple of different Tetris games that were just LCD fucking Tiger Electronics bullshit. So I think that's one way Tetris did its thing. Minecraft now, everybody has a screen. You can buy a digital copy of it. Get it on you your can phone. buy a copy of it on the Switch. You can buy a copy of it on your phone. Yeah, exactly. You can get it. Anywhere and everywhere, but it's it's always a screen. Whereas like, te- Tetris had to work harder to do what it did when it did it. Right. So I actually think it's more impressive that Tetris did its thing when they Me did too. it, especially yeah. because of the way they had to do it. Like, they, yeah. you couldn't just sell a video. And it was game. like the yeah. original game that went on to be like a uh, uh, competitive game. Like you know, the, the original video game tournaments were like Pong and. Tetris was like the re- the real one that set things off. Dude, know? that fucking theme song is awesome. Fucking da 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 It's actually like a. It's based almost exactly like note for note. It's based note for note on like some like Hungarian polka tune or whatever. It sounds like it. That makes sense. I could totally see. I could totally see a guy in the background doing like that fucking stupid dance. Yeah, yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Requires one coal. Get the fuck out of my... I don't want to spend coal. I got to jet out of here in a minute, but what time we at? Me, uh, we are at... I mean, we're at one hour. We could just call it there if you want. Yeah, I mean, it's been real. I, I but, just... I got to get get going pretty soon. Sounds good. Me sell hats. Okay, poke? Okay, poke? I think. Okay, You're poke. not really selling me on this game. It sounds like you have to upgrade a watering can and... Well, look at this message someone sent to my fucking mailbox. That's not even proper English. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Come to old, old, old house, okay? Bring coins. They spelled coins wrong. And it's by a guy named Hat Mouse. Yeah, that sounds like a, a really bad idea. I want to go pet my cat real quick. Yeah, I, that that's anything that you should... Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to put this on pause right now because i got to water my plants and that's easily going to take at least like fucking five minutes. And I keep expanding the size of my garden. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm getting good at this game. But uh, yeah, it takes a lot of, just like, that's so funny. Like we play games that like, we, we have games where you're like, I hate my job. I hate working my job every day. Let me go play a game where I work, a, I hate working a job and paying bills. Let me go play a game where I work a job and pay bills. Yeah, yeah. What? It's like I hate grinding. On my, my hopes and dreams. So let me uh, go here into this fake world and grind on some fake hopes and dreams. <laughs> like truck driving simulators and stuff like that. <coughs> Who's that shit for? Is that for truck drivers? Like the hyper-realistic fucking big rig semi-truck driver. It's for people who... It's for paraplegics. I'm just saying. It's for paraplegics and quadriplegics and people who can't drive and shit. That's what I'll say. <laughs> it's exclusively for them. I can I can pre- I can pretend that I'm fucking dropping the trailer on the truck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unfortunately, that's just the way the world works, you know. Mm. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Eric. Eric, uh, thanks for thanks for coming over. Thanks for being here, man. This, Hell yeah, this is good. Good times. Good pod. Thanks for having and, me. And uh, you wait, just plug those dates again. One I'll more plug time. myself one last time. We're gonna be playing on April fifteenth. That's a Friday in Jamestown at the Narragansett Cafe, and then we'll be back at the Pump House on May twenty eighth on Saturday. Both shows were opening up for a band called Road to Bali. Go check their stuff out. Check them out. They'll be playing a couple other shows with other bands like Jabberwocky, Dude Man Bro. Got a lot of good music around here in these parts, if you guys don't know. Southern Rhode Island, we got a good little music scene. So. I don't like anything, so. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old to like things now. <laughs> get a net installed outside the window. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Let me fucking feel the sweet embrace of the pavement. <laughs> it's like a story and a half. <laughs> the sweet embrace of the cold concrete. <laughs> Alright. Anyway, bye. Peace. Oh, fuck yeah. That was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm about to head over to Tate's house. We're gonna 